Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. totally jacked that one up but <laughs> that was not smooth at all that's why i'm not a pilot all right Ooh, i wouldn't fly on that plane <laughs> oh man hope you get the seatbelts buckled right all right well it's your host again ray tucker jay, jay jones. jones that's right and i don't know why i'm trying to say his name you should say his own name right, <laughs> right. that's okay i don't mind having an introduction from my good friend raymond I would ask how you guys are doing out there, but obviously we can't hear your responses. So hope you're all doing well. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I forgot what number of episode we're on, but this is another episode of where I, where I stand, where we stand on certain issues. Episode five. <laughs> I think that might be wrong. Actually, uh, no, it's five. It's five. I was like, I, my, my notes right here. He right. <laughs> just look at the screen. <laughs> it wasn't because I looked at the screen. Okay, it was. <laughs> But now, but this show, like we said, like you saw in the um, in the opening, in the bumper, that now we're here to give perspective of the world from a biblical standpoint. Right. And it seems like in this world today, um, a lot of times we've gone away from that. Like it's it's so like the responses today to people are so visceral. Like right. we're at each other's right. throats, right. and we we don't listen to people. And that's kind of what we want to do do with this show is let you know that hey, we're listening. We we have our fingers on the pulse of the world, and right. we understand. We understand. You know, one we understand our savior, right? right. And, and not just that we need a savior, but everybody needs a savior. You know, but we all always want to be submitted to Christ first. And approach the world from that perspective. Absolutely. So that's kind of just the, you know, where we come from on this and why we're here, why we're doing this, you know. But uh, today we're going to talk about we're going to continue we're going to continue to talk about obedience and talking about relational obedience and how that applies to different aspects of relationships in our lives. And we're going to talk about obedience to our spouse obedience to obedience for our children not to our children it's a slight <laughs> difference there um obedience to our parents to our employers and of course to our savior, savior. that's right <clears throat> so jumping right into it because we got a lot to talk about and not a whole lot of time you know and uh, you're talking about obedience to our spouses right so what does the word say jay colossians 3 18 19 Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter toward them. And yeah, I think that's the only one. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, husbands, love your wife. Right. All right. Oftentimes, we want to, you know, what that also translates into is submit, submission. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of times we get into this posture of I'm in charge. Right. right? I'm the head of the household. Right. I make all the bills, or I pay all the bills, I make all the money, 
I'm the breadwinner. I bring mm-hmm. home the bacon. Therefore, you do this and third. Right. right. And that's the way culture is reinforced to us. Right. Um, many movies growing up, many TV shows growing up. I don't have time to name them all, list right. them all. <clears throat> but you you know them. You could think of nine of them right now. <laughs> but um, And that's just the way that we're, we're growing up and we're raised right. that the man is in charge and can't be questioned. And, and that's dominate. not true. Right. You know, that's not true. We're not we're not we're not called to be dominating each other each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is why we laid the groundwork earlier in earlier episodes about man God created man and woman to be equals. Right. That's equal value. Right. Right. Now you may have different roles and responsibilities mm-hmm. in your marriage in your union, mm-hmm. but um that doesn't mean that your value changes. Right? Absolutely. Just because, you know, <laughs> I'm taking out the trash doesn't mean I'm more valuable than my wife who may be doing dishes, you know, right. or may not be doing dishes. It doesn't matter. The point is, you know, what you do in your day-to-day life does not change your value. Absolutely. I agree with you. And just that um, going back to the um, genesis or the origins of um, obedience and just looking at the purpose that God put in place for us to be relational. We see that he was relational in the beginning. He said, let us make man in our image, Jesus and the father and the Holy spirit. They have all been in love since the beginning. So we have that, that same relationship. God made us in his image and likeness. And so we are called to love our wives. It is obedience to the Lord to love our wives. And to do it sacrificially. Um, I think of first Peter, it says, um, to honor her as, and to live with her in an understanding way yep. as, as a weaker vessel. And you think of, uh, a weaker vessel, like those that you have in a China cabinet that your parents say, you better not bump into that. You better not knock those over. Uh-huh. Those are valuable things. And that is the way that yes. we are to treat our wives. And that's important because like he said, we drill this whole submission idea, on the women and it's really dominating over them. But in all actuality, scripture calls you to treat her as a weaker vessel and honor her Yes, and live with her in an understanding way. So there has to be a knowledge and an understanding of who she is and how she feels and all of those things, but I'm not going to be labeled a point. (laughs) But now I I really appreciate the, um, the China um, analogy because Mm -hmm. that lets you know that, it's not just weaker, like, oh, you're weak, you can't be helped, but right. weaker as in it's more precious, mm-hmm. right? It can, it, you have to handle with care. It can break easily, right? right? And that doesn't, it doesn't denote value. It actually mm-hmm. adds value. Absolutely. You know, it actually adds more of an emphasis that, okay, I have to, you know, this is where the idea of chauvinism comes from, mm-hmm. right? And to, does it, does it say chauvinism? Or do I mean, um, no, I'm sorry. I said the wrong word. The um. Yeah, I was like chauvinism. No, I was no, like, no, no. Going with. no, 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 no. Well, scratch that. I think I know what words you're thinking of. I can't think of it though, but I know what you're talking about. Um, good uh, grief. Um, Someone gonna hit me up on a, on a, on a, on a, um. <laughs> but on I get comment. what you're saying. Just, anyways, just get, yeah. Explain what the word. But yeah, <laughs> just opening doors, stuff like that, right? Because right. you know, it's, it's 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 the idea is that you're more precious and that mm-hmm. you're valuable not less than you know and it's important to to read the text it says as a weaker vessel yes and that was something that was important to me that i had to read into and say wait a minute because 
you know, we can we can debate on whether they are the weaker vessel and talk about that later, but it says as a weaker vessel, so it's 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 drawing a comparison. Okay, as a weaker vessel. Oh, so the same way I treat a weaker vessel is the way that I should be dealing with my wife. Huh. Mm. Which then when you look at the Colossians verse where it says, matter of fact, I think it's actually first Peter. But anyway, regardless, it says, um, do not be harsh with her. Do not be embittered with her. And so you're not going to treat something that is of value in that way that you honor in that manner. So, again, just looking at that, it's important. Amen. Amen. So the next one we're talking about, wives, submit to your own husbands as fitting in the Lord. Mm. Now, disclaimer here. So Colossians is written by Paul. It's written to the church. So this is Paul talking to the church first, right? Um, there's also obviously some mitigating circumstances because it says as fitting in the Lord, right? right? right. So obviously if you're two unbelievers that are married, then this is kind of not applicable to you because this is, we're talking about church. Right. Here, right? He's addressing the church. He's addressing the church. Mm hmm but if you're if you're two believers or even if the wife in this instance is a believer right. then we're talking this this applies to you non-negotiable it's it's yeah um now before we come down heavy-handed of course there are mitigating circumstances like when it comes to abusive husbands stuff like right. that you know if your life is in danger get out of dodge Right. right, we're always going to say that first. Right. Your, your safety, you know, God doesn't want you to perish. He desires that none shall perish. Mm -hmm. Right, so He doesn't want you to just, you know, perish. Right, but um, and and you're talking about in the context that's okay. He may not be, or I should say, in the context where he is trying to submit himself to the Lord, you know, then submit to Him, and yeah. not fight against <clears throat> Him. Right? Absolutely. There, there's a lot of layers to that um going back to the purpose i'm gonna keep jumping on the purpose train yep. but you see in the beginning that adam was already prepared to be a leader when she comes and so she obviously we have to assume and know that she was the text says it that she was a suitable helper so the submission and the leadership there there wasn't no there wasn't no bumping heads he's leading the way he's supposed to be which i can submit to this leader who is submitted to god right well in the same way women if you have a husband that is striving to serve the lord then have the confidence to be able to submit and follow him but even first peter chapter three it talks about if you have a unbelieving spouse it also talks about submission but that submission is in a way of actually getting him to serve the lord and winning him over by your conduct yes but in the same way as he talked about earlier paul says likewise right under that and it was a scripture i was just talking about honoring her living with her in an understanding way treating yep. her as a weaker vessel that also and we know at the end of the text is for the sake of his prayer for her to become a believer and so there's submission on both ends there's Amen. submission on both ends peter says do do it with no fear and so he's telling the woman to submit and not have any fear that hey he's an unbeliever how can i feel confident in submitting to him so how much more if he is a believer you know yeah 
And in principle, if he is a believing man and um, in the same way you would be trying to win a unbeliever over with your conduct in the same way you can win your believing husband over with your conduct in the way that you were submitted to him. Because we're supposed to provoke one another to love and good works anyway. Yep. So if you're doing the uh, right thing, you're submitting, you're loving your husband in the proper way that God has called us in obedience, which is what we're talking about, then you can actually win your uh, believing husband over and it can drive him and push him into better leadership and uh, submission in his form. Amen. Amen. And then more fearful than a man submitted to God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so next up talking about obedience for our children's sake. And so we're going to go into Ephesians and you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, mm. but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Mm. Now, I remember a time when, you know, my son, he's four right now at the time of this recording, that is. And um, one day I found him playing with his head full on in the toilet. And <laughs> I was like, not happy. You know, right. and I was kind of over the top with it about get your head out of the toilet, right? And I was like really loud about it because you know it's, he has his head in the toilet, it's nasty, right. you yeah. know. Um, but he popped out. I scared him obviously because obviously he didn't couldn't see me coming. His face was in the toilet, so you know, so he was scared. He was shocked, <laughs> and you could see it on his face, and his face just dropped. I mean, when. When when he gets sad and, and like he looks like the old man from Up, like it looks like he looks <laughs> wow, um, ugly cry. Right. But I didn't belabor the point, you know. I didn't, I didn't call him names. I didn't say, "Oh, you're almost five. You shouldn't be doing this no more." Blah blah blah. Right, blah. Right. And I didn't belittle him. Right. You know, I just said, "Look, like the toilet is dangerous. It's not a toy. We don't play in a toilet." Because it was time for a bath anyway. So I said, okay, cool. Well, now it's time for a bath. You know, we got all your toys here. Mm. You know, we can make sure you get to, like, what, do you want any more toys? Do you want mm. these? Do you want that? You want to take a bath and take a shower? You know, and then I was with him and, and got him into the bath and got him started. And, you know, so right. two minutes later, everything's fine. Everything's cool. The air is cleared. Right. Right. You know, so I didn't provoke him to wrath. But oftentimes you see children, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, we raised up. You know, and you like fathers exasperate their children, uh, you know, and oh, you're no good, you don't do this right, you don't do this right, you can't get it right, la 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 la, and stuff like that. And, um, your wife is gonna kill me because I left it on there for way too long. Um, she'll <laughs> be, right. be all right. Um, no, somebody's gonna kill me, like, you're not directing cameras, I'm doing so much right now, but hey, anyways, man, you own it. <laughs> um. And, you know, I, I love the example that you gave, and I want to commend you on that as well, um, Godly Father. Um, we look at God, our Father. Um, he's not beating us down. He's not riding us with the whip. He does discipline us, but it says he disciplines those whom he loves. Yes. And that discipline is to lead us to obedience and doing the right thing. Right. But there's also his loving hand. There's his grace. And it says that in the word in so many different ways, I, I can pull so many different scriptures, but his plan is for good for those who belong to him. And so it, it's it's. It's it's a shame and it's sad to see the scripture emphasize children obey your parents, which is great. They should obey their parents. But also, too, we have a role as 
leaders, as obedient leaders, as fathers to love our children and raise them up as the end of that scripture says, mm -hmm. raising them up in the uh, admonition of the Lord, yep. you know, loving the Lord, submitting to the Lord. But what kind of example are you setting as a father by being harsh with your children by leading them to wrath because you riding them or they can never please you. You know, they're always trying to please dad, but it's never enough. Yeah. What, what kind of example are you giving them when you're saying here, God is your father. And you're like, yeah, but you're my father. I don't like the word father, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you can have grown kids who end up getting married and because their father has uh, driven them to wrath, they carry that into their marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, that's called I've seen it. What's it called a father wound? A father wound. Yep. Catch that in another episode. <laughs> <laughs> so moving quickly, we don't really need to spend a whole lot of time on this one. Obedience to parents, children obey your parents in all things. This is well pleasing to the Lord. Um, and other scriptures add on that it's the first commandment with a promise. Yeah, that's right. First commandment with a promise. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and if God says so, it's not a lie. Hey, that your days will be much. long. Your days will be long. Mm-hmm. So, Obey your parents. No, it's been a whole lot of time there, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, obedience to our employers. What does the word say over there, Jerry? <laughs> Bond servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God, and whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. You know, and that word uh, eye pleasers can also be uh, reinterpreted as lip pleasers, <laughs> lip service, <laughs> right. right? You know, being lip service, you know, that's just pretty straightforward, you know? Like, everything you do, you should do unto the Lord and do right. excellence, right? right? You shouldn't be waiting around to, to oh, the boss man coming around, now I got to get right. And, right. you know, act right, because the boss coming around, you right. know, look busy, right. look busy, right? You know how many times I got told that, like, you know, by, by managers above me. Oh, we need to look busy because so-and-so is coming through. Take wow. a look. Like, yep. and how many times yep. we got to, we got to get right for an inspection. Like we should be right all the time. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. like why we let things slide every day and then come around inspection time. And now we got to get right. You right. know, like I don't know. So, so we should be on our P's and Q's at all times. Mm -hmm. You know, we should, we shouldn't be, Oh, well, I work this hard. I earn this, so I'm gonna, you know, come home with some office supplies. <laughs> That's still stealing, right? right you right. know, like, oh, I earned this. They didn't pay me for that. Da, da, da. So I'm gonna, you know, recompense myself, and I'm gonna take this and a third. No, no, right. no, 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 no. And to add something else in there, and I don't even know if I say adding this. It's in the text. Having that integrity, you know. Yeah. Because guess what? Your boss may not be seeing you. Or your boss may be seeing you, but God judges the intent of the heart. Amen. He can see he can see past the actions that you have. You 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 may have everybody else fooled, but you don't have God fooled. Mm -hmm. And so are you doing everything unto the Lord and heartily, you know? Or are you just doing are you faking? Because he definitely addressed the Pharisees about their outward appearance and how they were looking. He called them whitewashed tombs. Yep. You look good on the outside, but you're dead in the inside. Yep. And so Again, you may have your boss fooled. He, he he may think that you the next best thing since sliced bread, but when he's not looking, you sweeping trash up under a, a drum or something like that. And I can speak from experience saying that I've done those things. And so it's it's still a growing process, uh, even for me, in 
just considering that the Lord is always present. As a believer, you have the Holy Spirit in you, so he's not missing anything. And he's full of grace because you still have breath in your lungs. A lot Absolutely. of times people think that, oh, God, just uh, up there just waiting to strike people down with lightning. Not right. the case. Not the case at all. Right. Um, moving on because we're running out of time, even though I forgot to set the timer. Yes. But uh, <laughs> I noticed that a while back. But yeah, I, I didn't want to so, trying to pick up the pace a little bit here right. um so obedience to christ and the word here is pretty simple you know if you love me keep my commandments yes you know if this is the, for this is the love of god that we keep his commandments and his commandments are, are not, not burdensome. burdensome yes not burdensome were they burdensome for adam apparently <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was a that was that was a trick question. <laughs> Originally, when he did, when God was asking Adam to um, do these things, we don't see Adam giving any lip or talking back, or he, he's just doing it, you know. And so he was he was completely obedient, you know. And this scripture actually touched me when I first read it as a new believer because I'm like, I my idea of love was a worldly uh, idea of love. Like when it says obey his commands, I'm like obedience equates to love. What? But yeah, as I begin to grow as a believer, I understood. Yeah, it does, you know? And so consider this as we're talking about obedience, what Christ says goes as you're going through uh, God's word. And as you're learning, it may be the uh, preacher uh, equipping you with what he's teaching consider those things and know that it is the love of God. Know that I Amen. am loving God in doing this. And even with your spouses, that I am loving God and loving my spouse. And so I just want to say that. I know one thing that somebody told me when I was serving in the, um, uh, the, the guest ministry at church, really the parking lot ministry out there, you know, helping people get, get to where you need to go. And um, he said something along the lines, I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I'm going to butcher it, but he said something along the lines of, I want to live my life every day and try to make my daddy smile. Mm. And I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty good. I'm going to take that. Mm. <laughs> take that all the way to the bank. Right. You know, you want to make a daddy smile every day. Not like, you know, you're trying to just do everything perfectly. Mm. You know, um, I think one guy said it one way that it's kind of like, you start each new day and he he wipes away the old day. He wipes away the tears, the pain, the hurt of the old day right. and gives you a new day and says, hey, start again. You could try right. again. You could start over, right. you know, and that's the thing. You know, when you think about it, this day, whatever, which day you're watching this video, the day we're recording this video, this day never existed in all at all before in history before today. So this day is brand new. It never before, it never happened before. So anything you do today can really be a first. You know, the mm. first time you do this in history, first time you do that in history, it doesn't matter. You know, you have a new day, you go forth in the in the love of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. All right. So what else we got? I think that's really it for just to recap. We went over a little bit about obedience to our spouse. All right. Obedience for our children. Mm-hmm. Obedience to our parents, obedience to our employers, and obedience to our Savior. All right. Again, if you like what you see, 
I don't know why I feel like I'm out of breath. I didn't do nothing but sit here. But uh, <laughs> where I sit, I mean, stand, where, where I sit, <laughs> you know. If you like what you hear, you know, click click subscribe. Yes. You know, click yeah. on our, on our playlist. Watch the rest of the videos. Tune in. We have a podcast as well. Um, so everything that you that you see here is also being uploaded to all the podcasts. So you're able to hear us, follow us wherever you get your podcast, wherever mm-hmm. you're on the road. And stuff like that. And I would try to speak in my deeper broadcast voice from now on. All right. From 105. <laughs> no. All right. God Until bless. Until next time. Until next time. God bless y'all. Y'all have a good day.